Hi, you're again with Volleyball Explained Podcast and our special edition about the Volleyball Nations League 2021 played in Rimini, Italy. I'm Bogdan Arona is here and uh, this time also Nico is here, the biggest uh, hater of uh, VNL. Uh, so... <laughs> uh, Actually, this is one of the biggest topics uh, about the format of VNL and uh, the, so many matches played for uh, so a short period of time. So uh, before going to, the, to what happened in the second and the third week uh, in VNL Man and also the beginning of the fourth week, because uh, at the time of the recording, uh, the fourth week, the 10th matches uh, started... Uh, Uh, for the teams, uh, my first question, and uh, and uh, maybe even to Nikola, because uh, uh, he he wasn't here, he was resting like Quantorena and Zaitsev the last time was. Nikola, does VNL make any sense in this format, at least? Well, um, <laughs> you could take away the the last part of the question in this format. Uh, for, you know what I think about the the VNL. <laughs> I know your opinion about that, but especially in this format, um, it, it may have sense like a sort of uh, warm up for the team making the Olympics. But for the rest of, of the teams, I don't know how much sense does it make. I mean, we have Slovenia in the top four of this competition. Probably they have a good team, but also because. That's the tournament they have to play for this summer. So they're giving everything. We have a team like Ila playing with the driver and the guy who mopped the the court. So <laughs> I, I, I actually don't know how, how to read the results. I see when I when I watch the schedule and see some results, the first question that comes into my mind is which was the lineup of the, 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 the two teams because I've just, uh, just watched Italy facing the US and uh, the Americans have uh, started with the, with the lineup that will, that will play in Tokyo while Italy were, were playing with the, the third string team and what's the point of the game like that? I mean, it's not a test for the Americans and it's not a test for the Italian players because Basically, no one probably will be in Tokyo. Maybe Balazzo or, or Micheletto or Sbertoli, but Micheletto didn't play. Sbertoli came in and out with, uh, with Spirito. Uh, I, I know that for some people, that's the only chance to see their um, national team playing. But like that, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's actually, for me at least, it's very hard to follow the logic of the results of the most of the teams. And uh, we talked about Slovenia the last time with Ronnie and they're performing great. They We're going to comment also on that. They beat uh, France, they beat Russia, but they lost to Germany. And it's very interesting. Uh, what, I like, what I like to mention here uh, in the very beginning is that... Um, Uh, we were taught in the in the in the volleyball explained channel by a Polish fan that actually Vito Henin uh, is doing something very interesting. In the first nine matches, he was trying to to find uh, this regular team of seven players to start in the Olympics. Uh, he was trying very 
different combinations with with older players in opposites, uh, outside hitters, uh, the libero, and also the setter, uh, and and uh, from the tenth match now also this is uh, actually playing at the moment against Canada, and actually he started this match with with the team. Uh, we can expect to be the legger team in the Olympics with with uh, Leon. Uh, Leon Le, is a combination between Leon and Leon with Leon Kubiak, uh, with Kurek, Gizga, uh, Kochanowski, Novakowski, and Zatorski. And this seems to be this uh, a regular team for Poland. And this is very interesting approach, but probably Poland can do it because they have that's so many players like Bednorz, like Slivka, like uh, Fornau, Semenyuk, uh, Wojtasek, uh, Kaczmarek, and so on. So they can do it. It's very interesting on the other side that Slovenia is playing almost with uh, one and the same players every match with very small exceptions. And there are teams, for example, like my Bulgaria, which are playing with uh, almost their reserve of the reserve team because we have so many injuries. And Cvetan Sokolov, the star player of the team and probably the best opposite in the world right now, said that it's this VNL uh, format and tournament is a murder. So, uh, yeah, that's from my side. Uh, I'm going to talk also about Russia, but a little bit later, because what is happening there is also very interesting. Ronnie? Well, let's see. Uh, you guys are um, to... Uh, to talk at it tonight. So yes, <laughs> I I was hearing all Nicola's complaint about why BNL shouldn't run in the current state. And I, I mean, uh, FIB during the all the World League years has been a struggle to or trying at least to convince all the national teams and federations to give their best uh, roster possible to ensure some uh, a spectacle if you if you gonna put it in that way uh, for many many years when Italy was uh, the best team in the world uh, they always uh, went to this tournament with all their strengths uh, because of now the world has changing they don't do it, <laughs> and you know, it. and you know, it. they don't do it anymore. I, I mean, when was the last they, time they, that Italy played in a World League final that really mattered to to them? We will have to go back in time to 2004, maybe in the Paralo yeah, 2004, maybe in the Paralotomatica. And uh, it's it's curious. You mentioned that this is like a test for the Olympic Games in that World League. Italy went with full throttle. The coach was Gianpaolo Montali, and I remember that Brazil beat uh, beat you guys like three zero or something like that. Uh, three one, sorry. Uh, but now things has changed. Uh, the professional leagues uh, are more uh, have more games during the season. Uh, I don't know about nothing about conditioning. Sorry. But uh, I understand that teams really care about their players because they are invest uh, club investment, no really from the national federations. 
and uh, I I really see what Nicola point was when he mentioned if one player got injured, who was gonna pay the bill? You know, we have so many uh, examples like in your uh, in your Bulgaria national team uh, Bogdan uh, with uh, Grozdanov injured. Uh, with Sokolov injured, Atanasov and, also was injured, uh, and 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 those guys are uh, uh, big names in their respective clubs, like Dynamo Moscow, Monza, and such. Uh, I'm 100% uh, to make the VNL not every year, but uh, from from two to two years maybe just to give more uh, sense to the competition and not be something that national teams uh, uh, put uh, in their house to get money or be uh, a sponsor and such uh, but like uh, nicola you can expect that everybody agrees on your opinion that this should be cancelled because it has no totally sense and i know you will uh, answer me <laughs> later yeah. But uh, uh, but yes, I think uh, they are uh, like like you said, both um, very interesting results. I mean, uh, Japan is taking full advantage of this uh, tournament. They are using to to test some pieces, and even without their uh, their main star, uh, if you if you wanna say that Nishida maybe is the most popular, but for me. Like Nicola said, be uh, a shot internally or private. Sorry, uh, Nishikawa is uh, the most complete athlete that this national team have, and is he is a little bit uh, underrated from my from my perspective or point of view. And you guys, I know that you guys agree too. Uh, and yes, today he played a good match versus Germany. He crushed them uh, 3-1, and Germany. Uh, never lose in this tournament by 3-0 and Japan did it today so uh, I'm really curious about this uh, Japanese uh, team uh, for the Olympics because they can be uh, the surprise let's see if they make it into the quarterfinals so yes uh, about Slovenia well we are not talking about Slovenia now in 2021 we talk about Slovenia uh, back in time, in, uh, it all started in 2012, as you guys uh, remember, because you guys are uh, great histo historians of, of this sport. And yes, it, it was a process initiated by uh, the Italians, Italian coaches. Uh, and of course, in the, in the middle, you had Slobodan Kovac, uh, and Gianni, and now you have uh, Alberto Giuliani. And it's, it's really interesting. I, I read that uh, his uh, national team, uh, sorry, his national president federation, sorry, and I will not uh, continue for much longer. Uh, he put a rule in the, in the contracts of the player. I mean, you all know that when you sign a player, when, uh, when a club sign a player, this player must to uh, comply certain uh, regulations with the national federations. Uh, for example, in Cuba, the athletes have to pay 10% of their contracts. Uh, this money don't come from, from, from their uh, salary, but the club have to pay Cuba 
that amount, 10%, also Brazil and other uh, countries. I don't know where, where are the regulations in, in Bulgaria or Italy, but this, this is the old socialistic model to, for example, okay. for example, be, be, uh, before 1989, I believe that Dimitar Zatanov has told this also in the podcast, mm. the Bulgarian, uh, the Bulgarian players going, uh, going somewhere in, uh, in a foreign country, going abroad, they were allowed to be paid with not more than the salary of the Bulgarian ambassador in the given country and everything the club is uh, want wanted to to pay was for the for Bulgaria socialistic republic well uh, <laughs> the, the the thing is the Slovenian national uh, federation president uh, put the rule every every Slovenian player that goes whatever club in whatever country only pays a $500 fee in terms of paperwork, you know. And this also is uh, uh, create uh, more opportunities to this player to go abroad and seek other uh, advent uh, ventures of, of their life. Players like, sorry, uh, excuse me, players like Sebul, players, players like uh, Urnaut, Vincic and such, and they, they are a, a, a wonder generation that uh, comes, uh, they, they are really close to the end for me. Uh, uh, I, I know that Sebul will continue, probably. We uh, also Mosic, Proper, Kosamernik, etc. But uh, let's see if they can keep all this good work, all this momentum, and they, they need this kind of tournament, Nicola, they need to develop the national team program and this is the only way because they don't have a strong national league, you know, I mean, uh, Slovenian league, what, what, what do you know about it? Almost nothing, almost, uh, I only know that uh, AC Ljubljana is the club uh, that wins every year, nothing more. So yes, this is my po point of view about BNL and teams new teams in mm. like Slovenia yeah maybe here is the here's the place to add that actually there is a something which is called the transfer certificate uh, mm. tax so in order in order for a player to be moved from uh, from one country to another in the framework framework of, of one confederation like CEF uh, in this in this regard uh, both the federation of the of, of origin for example if a player from bulgaria goes to italy like uh, uh, let's say uh, i don't know was parokos parokov two years ago and uh, the, the the team of uh, the team of the new team of the player should pay both taxes to the bulgarian national federation and also to uh, to the european confederation and uh, the the size of the tax is depending on the on on uh, where the play where in which division in which tier of the given championship the player uh, uh, will be playing where uh, his new club is and also if the player is playing for the national team and also some other factors but this is a uh, this is a, a sum that shall be uh, shall be paid uh, according to the rules of uh, FIVB and also the CEF rules. So this is something which is very not not just common, but it is a, it is a rule actually in uh, uh, in European and not only European, also world volleyball. Uh, talking about 
the teams and the not very logical results, I would like to mention two teams. Uh, the first team is France because they won against Brazil 3-0, then lost against Serbia 3-2, and lost also against uh, Slovenia 2-3, uh, also won against Russia. So, so they're still trying to find their uh, shape. The other team is Russia, and probably Russia is the most interesting team so far in terms of trying to find how and in which way they can play with which players, because they are they are almost all the time uh, switching players. Musielski played as a, uh, outs uh, not outside hitter, of course, as an opposite, played as a middle blocker, but they have also Mikhailov and Poletaev, and they are not very uh, competitive and great in reception because they don't they can't rely on a great libero like they had in uh, in Verbov. Now they are playing with uh, Golubov from Zenit and uh, Baranov. Uh, Kluka and Volkov are also not the best of receivers. They have also Podlesnik and Denis uh, Bogdan. My uh, yeah, uh, he has the surname of my uh, uh, first name. So, but anyway, uh, it's very interesting how Russia will line up with uh, for the uh, Olympic Games because they are still not they are still not able to find uh, how they are going to play. Probably they will end up with Musevski as a middle blocker and Mikhailov and Poletaev switching with Pankov maybe starting and Kobzar. But uh, uh, we're going to see. They lost against Poland. Uh, they lost uh, also against uh, Slovenia. They won only against uh, from the bigger teams. Again, they lost also to uh, Japan. They won against USA, but uh, like... Uh, I believe that Nikola Nikola uh, was was telling that that USA is a very strange team also, and they are not not going to be the the beast we uh, knew them in the in the past. I would say that uh, this is because of the fact that they need to play Anderson as uh, opposite. Uh, at least this is my perception. I haven't watched that many matches, uh, unfortunately, but. Uh, but it's very interesting how things uh, will develop uh, before Tokyo. Yeah, well, uh, USA, like I mentioned before uh, in the chat, uh, I think uh, they are they are the teams that are usually uh, make it in somehow to the semifinals in, in Olympics are and are teams that not. Uh, one of the things that not is France, and maybe they have uh, right now the best shot ever to qualify for uh, for a semi-final. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe yes, maybe not. But let me tell you this, guys: uh, Olympic Games are, uh, or maybe for some people. Uh, for some people, no. Uh, for the most part of the people, the uh, is considered the, the the most important tournament in the planet Earth. I know I'm not saying that. For example, some sports like uh, in my in my country, like baseball or basketball, maybe the NBA can be better than win our Olympic Games. But in these sports, in the in volleyball, the best that you have is this. Is, this is the the deal. So every team, no matter how weak can be, 
in the previous uh, tournaments they will show and they will give the 110 percent to win this thing so uh, maybe italy right now doesn't look too too strong uh, for for many people but uh, they have Juan Torena and they have Saisef and they have another key players that know uh, what is to be in a Olympic final. So uh, maybe they don't look so strong in the paper, but uh, for me they can they can win if they have a good uh, a good match over France, maybe. And yeah, it's it's very interesting for me at least uh, how they are going to. To enter in the tournament because they are not going to have an official official match together for how how much time maybe two years I don't know uh, and uh, this is the biggest difference be between all other teams in Italy because uh, more or less the other teams are switching some of them playing uh, more in their uh, regular lineups like uh, like Poland and. Uh, I would say also Brazil uh, still uh, without Lucas. I believe that he will he will join for this week. Uh, but uh, this is this is the interesting part of Italy. And uh, if Blengini, uh succeeds in in uh, in this in this approach, he's going to be the hero because it's because it's interesting that. I'm Nicola. Do you have uh, do you have any knowledge about if this is maybe a a federation uh, or and not just a, a coach decision or something like this? Because both women and men are deciding in the in the same way. Because now now we have this uh, uh, short short roster for for Tokyo also in the in the women uh, section of Italy with Egono and Siwa and Kirikewa and yeah. All the others, Malinov, or well, uh, obviously uh, any decision has been taken together by the coaches and, and the federation. But the point is that not even the the coaches of the men and the, the women's team are in the UNL because uh, uh, the men's team is uh, is guided by Valentini, yeah. which is Blingini's uh, 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 second uh, second trainer. And honestly, I don't even know who's the coach for the. Uh, for the women, but it's not uh, Mazzanti. Uh, I yeah, it's not Mazzanti, yes. I also think it's, the, uh, it's a risky move because uh, uh, at least uh, I think they could have uh, used the, let's call the starting lineup of the regular team for the last week if you don't want them to have uh, the entire tournament. Uh, they could have made the list uh, and then playing in the last three games uh, just to, to to get uh, to get warm up. But also, uh, there could be, at least for the men's team, um, if we look at the two uh, groups in the Olympics, the Italians one is the weaker one compared mm -hmm. to the other groups. So, uh, how can I say it? Uh, you can... Um, um, find the right uh, time and the right mechanism uh, throughout the tournament itself because except for uh, for Poland I think that Italy could beat uh, any other of the team uh, in, uh, in the Olympic group uh, well, that Iran, uh, Canada, uh, Venezuela and I don't even know the others so it's not that important to start strong for Italy 
but to became to get in shape for the quarterfinal and then as Zaitsev told uh, in a recent interview using uh, a Roman uh, a Roman phrase in the Roman dialect which is ndokoyo koyo which means uh, <laughs> more or less uh, once we're in the quarterfinal we we don't care about the the opponents what's important is being there and whatever we get uh, we will try to do our best and as Ronnie pointed out I hope, of course, as an Italian, as an Italian guy, an Italian fan, that they could uh, rerun the route they took in Brazil uh, four years ago. Because no one expected Italy uh, to be in the in the top four, let alone to playing for the for the gold in the final. And they ended up winning the the group uh, with uh, Brazil, uh, United States, France, beating all of them, and actually uh, losing uh, to Canada. Um, on purpose, <laughs> on purpose to have a better matchup on the other uh, <laughs> for the yeah. fourth very place. typical yeah, yeah. It, it happened before it happened in the world cup i remember brazil in italy uh, in 2014 they played with the the, the spiker being the, the middle blocker and they, they lost to a team just to avoid uh, I, I don't even remember what was the matchup but Losing on purpose in Italy, Antonov was the middle blocker in that uh, game against Canada in 2016. Uh, so, yeah, I think that that's what they, they planned is not to waste energy, uh, but it could be risky, very, very risky. And um, of the two teams, I think that the women's are the one with the most chances to get a medal for, for Italy, uh, because at least they're in the group of that four teams that could fight for for at least the bronze medal and we'll see we'll see because uh, actually the the starting team of the men are training and they have some uh, friendly they played against tunisia a couple of uh, of friendly last week they, they're not no no okay they're not competitive matches but at least they're not just training or having a sparring partner like you know, so local teams or or whatever and yeah, still Tunisia is a, is a participant in the in the Olympics, so it's uh, yeah, Actually, not not won. not the best team in the world, but uh, <laughs> but still they the, the best set. African team. Yeah, they won a set. They won a set in the in one of those matches, three one, and the and the results of one of them were uh, a little bit curious. I don't know if uh, Blengini rotates all the squad to give. Uh, time in the court to everyone after a, big, a, li a, a long period but uh, yes I think uh, Italy will need to work more in find some friendlies according to their level to to see the the, the real level of this of this team yeah definitely and um the Olympics are how, how many games to, to get to the final? Nine, ten, eight, eight games to reach the final? Four and uh, no, five games. Eight. Seven games to reach. Five games in, 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 yeah. in, in qualification. The group the stage. Final, semi-final, final. Yeah, eight, eight. Seven, seven, uh, seven games to reach the final and uh, the final is the eighth game if, if, if it's there. Yeah, so, so so the time is not uh, it's not like a, a regular season where when you can 
lose, but also Italy has that, that advantage of the group that it's objective weaker than the other group with Poland, United States, uh, Brazil, uh, Russia, and uh, no, sorry, Poland is there, France, United States, Brazil, and Russia. Yeah, Argentina, so, that many, many times are uh, underrated because of their size, or, but uh, they, uh, Argentina will play with, for the last time with, uh, with uh, some players like Conte, like Luciano, like maybe some other guys i don't know but uh, and they i think they they will fight hard to not get eliminated in the first round so it will be uh, a massacre like 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 many people say in in pool b and and yes that's it uh, yeah, for, for what is worth it argentina just lost 3-0 to italy to the third string team of italy starting uh, their starting line Let's see I know that. that some players were coming back from the COVID, but in the third set, uh, the Menezes, no, Mendes, sorry, decided to, to line up the best team just not to mm. lose 3 0. So there were Conte, uh, Sole, De Checo, and they still lost to a bunch of guys that were having fun, basically. So I, think I, I, I the don't fact see them. Maybe, Nicola, uh, like you say, some, some teams like Russia, for example, that hasn't been too good. Uh, they are showing what they uh, what they like to show you, but I think not the not the entire thing, you know. Uh, no, I, of course, of course. But I don't see Argentina taking one of the four no, places available for, for the quarterfinal from the four teams we mentioned before. I didn't the, see Argentina. I didn't see Argentina winning uh, the group back in in 2016 and they won over uh, russia they won over let's see I iran uh, cuba of course uh, uh, and egypt they lose obviously yeah, they, versus it, poland it, mm, but it was a way easier group uh, no here. of course let's the, see the, 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 let's see what it was what, the other way around uh, let's yeah. see what what uh, what comes and I agree uh, in the women's section uh, Italy have a great chance they are the currently silver medalists at World Championship and they went so close to get that second gold for for your country uh, and and yes uh, maybe I don't know I don't like the fact that you guys rely too much in just one player uh, because she is human too, and uh, of course she is uh, one one of the kind, you know. Yeah, and and it's not uh, by the fact that that some people say now because she's black, she's superior. I mean, Cuban national team has a ton of black girls, and we are nowhere <laughs> near from what we used to be back in in the nineties. So. Uh, it's it's not about that. You 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 born. I I believe you born with a with a gift. And Agonu for me is the most closest woman that I see, closest to the 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 greatest of all time, uh, Mireya Luis uh, from Cuba. And she have uh, more size, so that's make her more even more dangerous. So uh, let's see if she have the thing to help her to get at least, like you say, a medal. And we are not talking about 
gold we are talking about just a medal the first medal in history for the women national team of Italy uh, other teams that can uh, run in that in that race maybe China uh, maybe Serbia and maybe USA and Brazil of course that it's always uh, dangerous in that in this kind of tournaments they are yeah, USA USA needs to uh, to brush the tears of uh, of 2016 where they lost again 2016 2012 16, yeah. 2008 so many yeah. so many uh, miss opportunities at to to go the same the same as uh, italy main national and team <laughs> so. if i if i can if i can trigger so, only the goat the goat i, I repeat the goat catch kire will will want to <laughs> to want uh, to 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 want this this goat with usa or at least two times uh, as against. a player and yeah. one 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 in beach in beach volleyball yeah now he will try to do as a coach I mean, uh, Why not? four 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 gold medals. There, no, yeah. no, no, no one has that in in volleyball. I think probably he's going to be the first. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But th th this is this is our our joke because yeah, uh, just talking about goats and uh, uh, like in this very famous Federer interview. But uh, one f quick question to Ronnie. Uh, do you think we can draw any consequence uh, from the match between Poland and Brazil won by Brazil three to zero because Poland didn't play it with their best? Also, also Brazil didn't play with their best, but let's say more of their best they played. Many people are saying that Leon show up and he got blocked and then disappear. I mean, uh, like like I say you before, uh, and I think Heinen make a statement after the game better here or right now than after in the olympic or after in the vnl finals maybe he intends to win it all but like most people in poland says vnl is not the goal vnl is just some tournament like the vnl have the same importance of the 2021 uber warner memorial that will be played by Norwega, Tunis, and Egypt. So uh, nobody cares. Oh, nobody cares too much. Of course, it will be nice to win the the the, the money prize, one million dollars. But it is not important. Poland comes from 2008, seeking that semi-final spot uh, after. Uh, after the 76 Olympics in Montreal, which of course was the only medal that Cuba has, a bronze, they never reached the, the semis again. And everyone in the Poland Federation want this because they are invest so much, so many, so, so much money in, in this gold medal. And of course they, they bought from Cuba the best player right now. So they, they have to, I mean, for Poland, everything that is in the final will be a failure. Nor even bronze, nor even silver. They want gold, and they they invest for that. For I mean, this is not for now. This is not from this cycle. They are invest in gold from I I think 2010, 
when they were the uh, first time uh, European champions in 2009. They beat, sorry, Bulgaria, yes, or France, oh, I think. France, France, France in the final, Bulgaria in the, in the semi-final. Yes, and they believe that this generation uh, will have to win something bigger, more bigger than the, the World Championship, which they already won by like, two times. Okay, let's just mention that uh, to be expected, Brazil and Slovenia started playing uh, now, and uh, in the last uh, in the last uh, matches, week four and week five, I believe that the most of the the bigger bigger names are not going to play uh, one against each each other, with the exception of uh, Italy because of the the roster. But still, in the last around uh, France against Poland and uh, Brazil against Russia, they're going probably to decide uh, who is going to um, play in the final four of uh, VNL 2021. Let's say that in the women's section, uh, in the women's section, USA, USA leading with Brazil, Japan, Turkey, Russia, and the Netherlands. Uh, for me, uh, in the women's section, they are two clearly favorites to go to the semis, USA and Brazil. Maybe third, maybe is Turkey. And the last spot will be a hard battle in the last week. I mean the next week. Because China, ladies and gentlemen, broke the heavy, heavy uh, cavalry with Suthing, with... Uh, uh, Xiao Di, uh, sorry, uh, Li Xiaotong, and, uh, and the six uh, players that won in Rio 2016. Well, since they, they start to play it, uh, they didn't lose any game. So, and all the games have been uh, by 3 0 or 3 1. So, let's see if China can rally and make a miracle happen. Let's make a pause. And uh, we will continue to talk. Okay. Okay. I uh, yeah. Just uh, yeah. I I have a little bit less time now, but okay. Let's let's do maybe another five minutes or so. Okay. So guys, sorry. Uh, we we make a water pause like in football. You know. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's not say soccer because that's a blasphemy in Europe is football, you know, because you play with the foot. Huh? Uh, so, yes, uh, Bogdan was uh, talking about a little bit of the Olympic Games. Nicola made his statement about why he doesn't like the VNL. Maybe it's not he doesn't like, he sees, he thinks that is pointless. I also agree in part. <laughs> uh, and, well, uh, we are talking about the great the great performance of teams like Japan or Slovenia in the VNL uh, and talking about the women's VNL like how China is making or trying to make a comeback uh, for uh, their deficit right now and they have uh, only three games more to try and pray that uh, the other teams like Dominican Republic or Russia uh, or Netherlands lose uh, some game. So I don't know what then you you have to Yeah. I believe that I believe that today uh, all of us are talking what, whatever we want. And uh, I would like to I, I forgot uh, actually to to mention that I liked a lot the the old format of uh, World League with uh, with uh, 
Uh, two matches at home uh, in front of uh, home public. So the, I believe that this was the best format. I believe 2003, 2004, 2005, uh, that was the, the format. And... Uh, and uh, uh, these home matches in front of home public, uh, is, uh, uh, they gave uh, a lot of excitement for for any for any team, and, and uh, the, the the only problem is not because of the fact that they are playing a lot of matches. The, the biggest problem is that they are playing uh, matches in a in a totally st uh, stereo uh, environment. No public. They are playing only for for them. This is this is. Uh, Okay, let's. Some people will say that this is enough. Uh, they're playing for their country and, and for themselves. But uh, yeah, anyway, it's totally different thing and emotion and uh, and excitement to play to play with uh, with fans uh, with uh, with uh, uh, with uh, full max uh, house and etc etc. And so uh, this is uh, probably even even the, a bigger problem that that the fact that they are playing 15 matches for. 25 or so days uh, well it is what it is uh maybe i don't know in either way world league bnl players will get tired because the travel kills everyone you have to play in italy one day and in the next two or three days you will spend those that time sorry traveling to maybe china to maybe japan or south korea and that's why uh, in the early, maybe not in the early, but from 2005, maybe some some teams like uh, like Italy or Russia, no, maybe not Russia, but I mean some teams. Let's let's put it that way. Uh, began to lose interest in this competition because the tire, the 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 long travels and the. The, and the long uh, for, and the long season, professional season in Italy and exactly. Russia. And uh, uh, I mean, do you see what is going on? I mean, I think they are uh, like a dubious war versus Seth uh, versus FIBB, because I don't see why uh, Champions League final have to be in normal conditions. Uh, in the second week of May. I don't know if it is because they wait that Italy or Russia leagues uh, end, but uh, FIB uh, like it to put PNL uh, start day one, sorry, uh, at, at the end of May. If you end your professional uh, league at 5th, uh, 15th of May, you only have 10 dates to get a bunch of people without rest, without uh, going to the beach. And look, guys, we have to play. Nobody will play at, the, at their best. They need rest. They come from a very, very, very long season. And this, uh, and, and this is what happened uh, with teams like Bulgaria, like, like Serbia Montenegro or Yugoslavia. When they went to Havana, Cubans, like they, were, they weren't professionals yet. And they only train all season long, all, all, all season long, yes, uh, du during winter and during, uh, during winter and uh, this uh, first uh, season, what is it? Spring, sorry, yes. <laughs> and, uh, and when Bulgaria teams and I don't know, maybe Serbia Montenegro comes to Cuba, 
we could easily beat them because we were more uh, physical in shape. We didn't have the experience that those guys had, but you could see maybe a 3-2 a, a over Russia or I, I, I believe in 2005 we beat Italy two times uh, and Italy were playing with the strong names, Vermilio uh, and such. And it's because they were tired. They, they didn't like to play this, uh, like Nicola said. You, you know, so yes, uh, maybe if we will have to review this in the future and give more uh, uh, rest to the players in order to make this competition more attractive to everyone. Okay, maybe we can. M maybe. Yeah. Please, no, please. Sorry. Yeah. Just one thing. Maybe this year they were forced to play that early, the UNL, because of the, the Olympics. Yes, yes. Uh, but it, it doesn't change the fact that most of the players that would most likely to be called by their national team are also the ones who get to the later stages of their uh, playoffs uh, or, or, the, or the European Championships. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I don't know why, but it has been a long time coming that the, the main federation not talking one to each other. They're just trying to, to, to get the best interest for themselves without, uh, without a confrontation. Uh, sooner or later, some really big name will be injured in one of the tournament. And uh, as we say it in Italy, uh, you need the death to, to change something. I mean, you need a, 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 a dead people to, to make a change. And let's hope yeah, that, that let's hope this no, is not, not going to happen. No, no big name injury because that will be tragic. Uh, I mean, I consider it, a, I consider a big name, uh, a player like Sokolov. Maybe he's, he's not in a national team, uh, uh, sorry, a strong national team right now. Because Bulgaria has been a struggle since Matei and Nikolov and Shekov and everyone else departure. Uh, and they are uh, like rebuilding their volleyball program uh, with new new president in the federation like Luganev and, and such. But uh, I, I think they have to respect uh, a man like Sokolov because he has... Uh, uh, doing something good with his life and he, he could be right now in Korea or China or Japan making money and he choose to stay and play with the with the with the big boys so uh, and he, he he won Russian league this year Russian cup and such so he is a champion and he he deserves all the credit and all the respect for the volleyball community and that that happened to him can happen to Saisef, Torena, to everybody. So I think, like like I said before, Fib has to review his uh, his his programs, his, the schedule, maybe move to the to the first, to the start of June, the VNL, maybe fifth of June, give the players at least two or one week and a half of break. Some beaches, some, some something like that. I don't know, but yes, it is uh, what I think. Yeah, let's hope that we're going to have some nice volleyball in week four and in week five, and uh, make a podcast before that. It's the another episode before the semifinals, which will be played 
uh, for the women's section on the 20, 24th of uh, June and for the uh, men's section on the 26th with the final on the 27th and uh, the final win women will be 25th of uh, June respectively. And uh, thanks to the listeners, all the spectators for watching again. Thank you for, thank you both uh, again for your expertise uh, in volleyball and in VNL for Ronnie loving the VNL and for Nicola not loving the VNL. I mean, because I live not... a tournament that Cuba doesn't play yet. And Nicola hate a tournament that Italy is struggling, but 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 at probably least they... <laughs> probably there is a reason for this. You 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 like it because you're not playing and not losing, and Nicola on the other way around. But but still, I believe I that uh, uh, yeah, in in, in some in some hate, ways better. He still he still will hate. If Juan Torena and Saiz play the tournament, it is what it is. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I don't care about the results <laughs> at all. That's it. They, they could have won all the, the matches they played. Yeah, just not <laughs> finding it interesting. That's it. Well, okay. Guys, thank thank you, you. Thank you again. Bye bye. Uh, follow us in Facebook, in Twitter. In